Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. This is Laurie Mitchell and you are listening to Manifesting a New Earth. We are just getting started on a new perspective about things. Usually what I'm covering is a seed manifesting method and how to apply it and certainly that will all come into play. However, however, we live in tumultuous times. We live in challenging times. And, you know, each of us will come to our own pivot point. So it's not useful to expect that everyone else responds the same way as you do about what you're waking up to in the world and what your place is in the world, what your purpose is and what your message is and what your action is. We are each a piece of this puzzle for the solution. And so you come to it with your own gifts. You serve with your own talents and your own experience. And there will be the activists who will jump out there and immediately start marching and protesting and doing whatever they need to do and gathering together with people. There are other people who will be doing different things and they're just as valuable with intention. With the intention of solution and the end result, that is their part to play. So for me, I have been watching and waiting for two years knowing that there would be a day when I hit my pivot point, knowing that however it was going to look, I knew that on the day in the future where I absolutely had to stop and say, enough, this is my time, this is my way to make a difference and be called to serve immediately. When I hit that point, that was yesterday, and so I immediately scheduled this series. So it's an infancy in terms of what we're bringing forward. I need to know from you what you want to hear to make a difference. I need to know from you what questions you're asking for in order to manifest a new earth together, in order to create and be supported in creating a new worldview. Because the old worldview is no longer working. And yet, we are inside of it until we create something new, until we have a new choice. So, I definitely want to, um, to get this show started um, on a regular basis. Uh, right now, it's going to be only half an hour, but it will be each day on a weekday. And, and that means that, that we'll be regularly hooking up and finding people to hook up with as well. I really want to do some interviews. So if you think that you know of someone who would be great to interview, then um, email me. My email address is speedmanifesting at gmail.com. So just go for it and email me. Let me know if you know someone who you think I should interview and I will get in touch with them, find a way 
and um, get them on here so that we can start listening together, so that we can start making a difference, sometimes just by knowing that other people care, sometimes knowing that someone else sees the same thing as you do and the injustice or the, or the consequences that are coming from the current reality or the possibilities that are playing out right now that are very limited based on our choices right now. So I have to tell you about my pivot point because I've seen a lot of stuff. And, and for me, staying focused in feeling good when you can feel good and learning more and more how to be calm when the circumstances around you are not quite what you would be asking for in an ideal life. And the people around you are doing things and all that stuff. So the calmness is really important to learn. And yet I am open-minded. I, I choose the truth. I want the truth. I want to know the truth. I want to, and that's where I started going down this track of, oh my goodness, the, it was like, it was Pandora's box. When I opened the knowledge, all my idealism about what I thought the worldview and life was crumbled. And I went through my own grieving because of that. I, and I had to. I had to go through that. I don't want people to get stuck in that. I really don't. I want to help you get through it. But for those that need to know, for those that hmm, have to um, go through the, the understanding and the knowledge to be able to then know what your purpose is in all of this, what your part to play is in all of this, that's what I want to do. And the people that I've listened to who've done interviews that I've been able to not just get the information but get the, the solutions or start to see a glimmer of some of the solutions and stay in hope and optimism for my life and for the lives of those who choose to be in that same worldview, that new one. That's what I really got out of the people who were doing a lot of interviews, and, and it's time. So, okay, what happened yesterday was, as usual, I keep up to date with things that are going on. I've been writing my new book, At the Speed of Belief, and really going around in circles a bit in the section that explains some of the worldviews and the truth without... That, that don't necessarily, um, that aren't widely known. So just with a bit of fun as well as a bit of giving some of the, the lighter stuff. But what I came across was something called the Google barge and the Google barges. So it's bizarre. And, and I'm definitely going to be willing to talk about things without knowing the answers, without having done all the research, because I want to bring it out. I want, to, I want to understand more myself. So I'm not here to present. This is not a news station. This is a, a, a talkback radio show. And, and I'm going to do the research, but also bring in questions, like what does this mean? So these Google barges, there, there is one in San Francisco, and there is one um, in, in Maine. And they are barges, 
as far as we know, there are two so far, but there are barges that have shipping containers on them, and they're being welded together, and there are electronics being, on them, being installed on them. The thing is that there's so much secrecy around this and so much non-information, and people are... The Coast Guard was asked to sign a non-disclosure agreement to be able to board and inspect. The city council in San Francisco, um, the inspectors were saying they didn't have enough information to say whether it could or couldn't be there. This is bizarre because these barges, you know, it was just kind of a curiosity thing for me, first of all. And then, you know, the barges were kind of like, wow, all right, well, what would anyone need them for? I am well aware that there are some odd things going on that are unexplained, and maybe in the coming um, time we'll, we will know. But if we have a front row seat on history, I want to know. I want to know what's going on. If there, I do, I do not appreciate being kept in ignorance, and yet we are getting to the point where we have this kind of group madness about conspiracies because we really cannot tell what is what and who is who. Do you remember in Star Wars, in the first version of Star Wars, when we went to see it for the first time, and the good guys were running around, and the bad guys, who were the Empire cops, were in white? Do you remember how confusing that was? You know, the bad guy was in black, so Darth Vader was in black, but his army was in white. And in those cowboy stories that we always had, we were programmed to think that the good guys were in white and the bad guys were wore black. They were in, in a black outfit. And it was just programmed. So I was confused. And now I really think that's appropriate as, a, as an example of we just don't know anymore. We don't know who the good guys are and who the bad guys. And I really think that some of the bad guys have good intentions, but they're either misinformed or they have a particular control ethic that is not, that is skewed and is not serving a lot of people. And I'm not an idealist in terms of how human beings relate. You know, I have trouble with people who I drive down the motorway with, down the highway with. So I have to look at that and say, you know what, if I can't even get myself straight about getting along with people when they don't do things expected, wow, you know, how are we going to live together in peace? Because that's what this is all about, peace and prosperity as a new world view. So these Google barges, they're opening up a lot of questions. But my, my pivot point came when I just kind of followed the trail a bit and thought, well, what's this all about? Why are these barges here? They kind of, you know, are they collecting the guns and they're going to put all the guns there? Why is Google involved in this? Is it about... Um, a data center like they say, but why would they have it on the water? Is it about, you know, it just goes on and on and on. So, so finally, there was this lead that said that these are, that the, the barges are registered and owned by a company that isn't Google. And, and when I saw the name of the company, it was like, a grounding rod went down from me to the center of the earth and just said, that is it. We are being taunted. Someone thinks this is funny. Something's up. And I really felt intuitively 
we need to just say, just stop it right here. We are aware of what you are doing. No more secrets. No more closed-door government. Stop the broken commerce and start including and collaborating with people, human beings. Now, if you know a lot about the financing system, the way it's set up, the, um, the birth certificate system, how that all works, and, and how that turns us into non-individuals, and on and on and on. If you know about that, I'm very aware of that. And we will cover some of that. But what I saw, if you've ever seen the movie Wall-E, W-A-L-L-E, the Pixar movie Wall-E, the family movie, there was a company there that basically with the plot the company owned everything and it owned more and more and more and more and more until finally it owned all of the businesses and ran everything. But it polluted the whole planet so much so that the people on the planet, the last people had to go off on some spaceships out into space for supposedly five years while these little robots and big robots uh, called Wally, W-A-L-L-E, would clean up the earth. And then they'd come back and they'd start all over again. Well, the, the rest of the plot of the story was this uh, five-year mission of humans being out in space ending up being 700 years in space and then they finally start to come back. But what I need to tell you that, that so, it just got me, you know, it, whether it hooked me or infuriated me or started me pushing against it, it made me at least start more internal fire and firmness than I've had in a long time about anything I've been gladly teaching. I'm going to tell you the name of the company in just a minute. And if you've seen Wally, you know what I'm talking about. So, so if this barge is some sort of way of saying, we're going to take the stuff, you know, we're going to wreck the planet and then just take the stuff and go somewhere else, then... then uh, then my, the taunt has backfired because I, I am aware now and I'm now spreading word that, hang on, we have got to do something now and it's, whether it's just talking about it or taking our own actions individually, that is our power. So the name of the company that owns these barges that have container ships on them being built and they're empty and they're just sitting there and they have been for a couple of years being built, it's called By and Large. By and large, is the name of the company in the Pixar movie Wally that ruined the whole planet. It was a global corporation that ruined the whole planet and then just left it and thought that that was, so, that was just fine and that was the way to do it. So, you know, I, I really don't see the point in saying evil or not evil. If that was the red flag to this bull. That was me saying, wait a minute, yes, I can teach manifesting. Yes, when we know what we want and know what it feels like, we can go through a process that allows us to use our creative spark and align with the universal spirit of creation so that things start to happen. And I'll tell you, part of it is getting in action. Part of it is, is having that intention, holding that vision, staying calm but moving the feet and sometimes, uh, certainly for me, moving my mouth. So 
that's the beginning for me. I do not know. And in the coming times, we will know more. There is so much information that, we, that those of us who are awake and are looking and searching and researching that we're inundated. So I want to provide some clarity, and I want to bring some people who can show us some new possibilities that can continue to give us as individuals hope and optimism. So that's the key purpose for this. Manifesting a new earth is about holding hope and possibility for our lives and acting randomly and independently with purpose because that's not controllable. When you make a decision to do something as a random independent, there is no book for that. There is no old politics book for that. It cannot be, it cannot be controlled. And that's what I am encouraging is that we independently make our own choices about what's important once we are informed and once we know. So once I get the schedule together and start getting some people that I'd love to interview, I already have a, a list and I'm very willing to get more, definitely um, send me some. And we can certainly have some callers, so you can always call in on the show on the, the dial-in number or on the online chat, which I will get started next week. So I'm, I'm excited, but I'm also really clear this is its time now. If stuff's going down, we have a need to know, not so that we can go bunker, not so necessarily so that we go hide, but so that we can hold our calmness and make our choices about what we want our life to mean, what we want to be in these coming weeks, months, and years. I see that we've got a 30-year plan. I see that the broken commerce on this planet can be fixed with intention, with collaboration, with new values, with some dismantling, absolutely. But commerce itself is not the sickness, and certainly money has nothing to do with the sickness. Money is being used as a tool and is enslaved just like we are being. So not, it's not good to blame money because you need money on this planet right now. This is a planet that is completely inside of a money system. And so the currency is definitely something that you need to get aligned with and you need to get it circulating in your life. I will always teach you that about money manifesting. That you've got to get on side of money, that you've got to get over the way that money is being used in the broken commerce model and get clear on what the real issue is. Because the real issue is broken commerce and business lacking value, lacking human value. And more importantly, and this is where, when we get right down to it, where we need to be, and that is the individual. Not so that, <coughs> excuse me, not so that the individual has the right over others, but rather that a philosophy of individuals instead of corporate 
becomes the new norm. But there's a philosophy of the, the honoring the individual within their own choices with some human guidelines that are called values, human values. Now, I in the past have watched idealists get together in a group, in a community, and create that way. I'm sure that when there's enough like that when there are enough like-minded people getting together, that works. However, there has been so much programming and in the last 50 years and especially in the last 10 that we've lost generations of, of like-minded people. We've lost them. They are, their subconscious is damaged. They were abused children in one way or another. And, and whether it was abused by the tribal structures that broke down or whether it is the current and ongoing abuse of you know, the, the obscenities that are being fed to the younger generations that they have got to cope with themselves and choose to, to vote themselves out of, or whether it's any of the addictive stuff that we've been offered. The time has come where when we wake up and start choosing, we have to break those addictions, but still have fun, still not group in a righteousness um, model because we still have to live and let live. We still have to let people make choices within those boundaries which says what are the basic human rights? What are what is the baseline for free in a community and and then from there what are the incentives for expansion of individuals? So so that's what we're going to be exploring a lot more, but it will always come from my strong belief in the individual, not to do wrong and be allowed to, not by artistic expression do obscenity, but rather away from a corporate law and a corporate emphasis which in corporate means no individual taking responsibility, but, but completely the opposite, having collaboration and groups and accountability where it always comes down to an individual. Whatever some company does, whatever some business structure does, whatever some group does, it is an individual that always is traceable and takes action. It's the same with the money. It's the same with everything. But let's explore that more. Let's explore that and start to open up more so that we can collaborate and forgive and move on and start again so that we can start to create more of what we do want and opt out if we don't want a particular worldview but be allowed to create another one rather than be controlled. And I'm all for talking about changing my mind and, and being changed into different perspectives based on research and information. But it's time now. It's time to start talking about this while we are still focused on the creative method. And the creative method means being clear on what you want, not on what somebody else wants for you. Not being tied to the tribal relationships that you've had 
or being manipulated by the very clear and simple guidelines that have programmed us. So the awareness, I want you to have that awareness that you are being programmed, that when you yell at your television or when you choose one side or the other, or when you flip-flop between, well, they're wrong, or when we choose right as opposed to what works, what works right now. You know, that when we go through that, then there's empowerment. And it's personal empowerment, but not power over. Power within, not power over. So more and more I am going to be bringing you some information about how to gain more personal power within, energy within, how to use the creative faculties that you have mentally and physically and non-physically, and how to use the logic and, and bridge your mind back to your spirit. That's the work that I've been doing for many, many years now. And I want to fold that into it's time. Enough. There are things going on that are continuing to go on because of people inside of major organizations on our planet being misled and misguided and brainwashed in their education process, post-secondary education process. And they truly believe what they've been told. And so did I. Look, I was told, I remember many times saying, government needs to be more business-like. Well, guess what? We've got that now. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who started that one for my programming. I used to say it too, but what we meant back then was that government needed to be more courteous to the people that they were serving because it was very difficult to go into a government office and it was not efficient. So government needed to be more efficient and more courteous, not more business-like. Government should not be involved in commerce. It should be in a break-even redistribution scenario. And it should never profit from any, any of its individual's losses or pains. It should never profit. So there's so much of that stuff going on, and I'm, I'm very interested in talking about it um, further with um, yeah, different people. So some of the people, and please email me, speedmanifesting at gmail.com, and um, just send Lori your, no, your suggestions about who to um, interview. And so I always want a referral. I prefer not to have you tell, tell me that you want me to interview you. I'd rather hear from someone else that they really liked an interview they heard and, and so they suggest that I interview that person. So in terms of interviews, some of the people you know, that I'd like are the area of whether it's quantum physics or whether it's finance or whether it's global or whether it's uh, charity fundraising, um, whether, it, it's, whether it's in India or the States or Australia or New Zealand or any of the places, Canada, the places that are having such a tough time and, and no one actually knows it. No one else knows it. So that's, um, that's where we're headed. That's the kind of headline for the next show. So join me tomorrow um, or on the replay and we will continue from here to find out a little bit more about what is going on. This is Lori Mitchell. If you want to know more about my 
creative method, my website is www.bemanifesting.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to chatting to you very soon.